This is New York's Asset Protection Roundtable with Ted Alatsis of Alatsis Law Firm. Our mission at Alatsis Law Firm is to assist you with the three pillars of protection, preserving your assets, providing you help, and protecting your future. Well, hello again. Welcome into New York's Asset Protection Roundtable, a three pillars of protection program. He is Ted Alatsis, attorney and counselor of law at the Alatsis Law Firm in Brooklyn, New York. I am Ben George, and we're going to dive into the mailbag here in just a minute. Also, legalese of the day on the show. We will get into that shortly. Ted, how's it going? Everything's great, uh, Ben. Uh, spring is here, and you know, enjoying the day if we can. Yeah, you got out to opening day this year. You got to see your, your Yankees play. And Judge picked up yeah. right where he left off last year with a home run right out of the gates. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, the, the uh, I'm optimistic. Uh, that's the great thing about opening day. And, uh, every everyone is is even on opening day. Everybody's in first place, and uh, everyone's full of hope. So it's great. Very good. Well, uh, we're going to get into our mailbag here in just a minute. We've got a few questions I want to run by you. If you have questions for us, we'd love to hear from you. AlatsisLawFirm.com, that is the website. You can send in questions there. If you want to talk directly to Ted and the team there, you can always call 718-233-2903. So whichever option you prefer, both are available to you. But we always do appreciate your feedback and questions. All right, let's begin with a little legalese of the day. We do this uh, from show to show to really kind of point out maybe a term that you might hear during the process as you're going through and building your estate plan that maybe you're unsure about or you've been doing a little research and you've heard and uh, maybe want to get a little more clarity on. So today's legalese of the day, Ted, is administrator. uh, We hear this word a lot. What does it mean in the estate planning world? So an administrator is basically the legal representative of an estate where a person passes away without a will. Under New York law, if uh, someone dies without a will, there's a certain hierarchy of succession as to who gets what. And uh, someone needs to be appointed a legal authority to do that. Um, and there's, an, there's even a priority with regards to that. The administrator uh, is generally a, a relative and it, depending on the line of succession has priority with regards to an application. That person would essentially make sure that the estate is uh, taken care of, distributed based on the the statutory framework, there's you know real property or something like that that needs to be sold. They would be the one that have to take care of that on behalf of the beneficiaries. But um, that that's that's what an administrator says. It's the equivalent of an executor in all respects, except um, there's there's a hierarchy as to who who that person would be. Okay, very good. Good to know and get a little clarity on administrator. That's our legalese of the day. All right, let's jump into our mailbag and begin with a question from Lynn. She says, my husband and I put together a simple estate plan after we got married. We had no children and had no money at the time. Now we have two children, a house, and a couple of retirement accounts. Should we just update our wills? Are there other options we should look into? That's a great question, Lynn. And you know, like like most questions asked by a lawyer, it really depends. Uh, the answer really depends on a lot of things. You know, certainly, you know, you definitely need to do something because your original plan didn't take into account a lot of uh, changes in your life. And as we've talked about, you know, many times on this program before, you know, when, when things change in your life, that's a good time to sit and review your estate plan and and have a conversation as to what may or may not be uh, need changing. You know, certainly, you know, now that you have two children, you have a house, you have some assets now that you you didn't have at the time you you were married, there are certain things that need to get taken care of. Like, for example, what happens if, uh, you know, something happens to you and your spouse and now, Someone's got to take care of your minor children, right? So you need a guardian for that. Um, what happens to the house? Is the house there to, you know, for the benefit of the children? What what would happen with the retirement account? So all these things now 
have have changed and an updated estate plan is definitely necessary. The broader question is whether you need a will or some other documents. I think, you know, the best thing to do would obviously consult with an estate planning attorney, uh, you know, based on what I've heard so far, you may need a combination of things. Um, so certainly um, that that would be something that I think you and your husband should should sit down, think about and, you know, reach out to us and maybe we can help you. If you have an estate plan that early and that quickly, which is great, and that's awesome that Lynn and her husband put one together. Is there a lot that applies from that original document you drew up once you get in that situation where you have, you know, a family with kids and, and a lot more assets underneath that? Or is it almost, I won't say useless, it's never completely useless, but does it have a lot of value at that point? Well, it really would cover one particular circumstance and that circumstance only. And that is that one spouse predeceases the other and, you know, there's a plan in place and presumably everything would go to the surviving spouse or something like that, right? In that scenario, maybe that's the only place where, you know, that existing plan, you know, uh, has some merit. Otherwise, you know, what happens if both of them go to go at the same time or, you know, uh, one person's incapacitated and someone needs to take care of the kid. So lots of different things that, you know, aren't covered. Um, and so it really, the only thing that, you know, perhaps would change, would, would stay the same is, is, you know, anything that occurs if one spouse were to go and the other's still around, right? Otherwise, everything else is kind of up in the air. Gotcha. Makes sense. All right, Len, if you want to follow up and find out whether or not uh, will or trust or what options might be best for you and your family, you can always do so at com. Riley's next is the question from Riley. My partner and I are both previously divorced. My current relationship with my partner is very serious, but I don't think we will ever get married. What can I do to make sure that I take care of my partner after I die without being unfair to my children? Hmm. Riley, that's an excellent question. And and we get questions like this all the time. And, you know, modern in, in the modern world, people are getting married less frequently than before. The younger generation is, you know, certainly, you know, getting married later in life, um, if if at all. 58% of marriages end in a divorce. So this is a scenario that's a lot more common than, um, than you would think. It is important to evaluate the overall objectives with your estate plan and what it is that you want to do. So there are lots of things that you can consider. One very simple uh, scenario would be to, to do a very well-drawn and specific will. Another, depending on your assets, may be to do a living trust or an irrevocable living trust. So there are a lot of different things that can be uh, put together that can assist you in your planning. The overall goals of your estate plan should be your guide. And then um, factoring in the assets that you have and how you want those assets to be disposed of upon your demise. Those are the, the overarching concerns. And so I think it's important that you sit and have these conversations, you know, and if you, you know, you and your partner want to have the conversations, then um, it would be uh, advisable to do that. And then obviously reach out to an attorney to assist you with with uh, the documents that you would need. Very good. And I guess anyone that's uh, going through that divorce process, Ted, is always a, a good time to sit down and uh, and go through everything with an attorney, right, to make sure any documents that are in place get updated accurately and, and efficiently. Yeah, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times people get divorced and just don't think about doing their estate plan or cha- or revising their estate plan, not considering that you know the divorce affects certainly how things may um, may go upon your demise. So, so a lot of things um, you know people forget about, and so you know certainly you know divorce is a good time, or at the time, or at the end of a divorce, it's a good time to sit and you know review your estate plan. 
All right, let's get uh, one more question here on the podcast before we close things out. Uh, this one from Joseph, who says, I'm single with no children. I don't own anything but my car and a small bank account. I don't have anything to pass on. So why would I need any estate planning? So, Joseph, that's a great question. I get I get this all the time. And a lot of people you know, think that, well, if they're in a situation like that, they really don't need uh, an estate plan. Well, let's let's talk about scenarios like you know, incapacitation or um, need to have, you know, someone make medical decisions for you or, um, you know, need you need someone to take care of your affairs while you're in the hospital or, you know, away or something like that. So so that's also part of estate planning. And it isn't necessarily exclusively the purview of just dividing your assets um, that, uh, that that people, you know, first think of for estate planning. So, you know, scenarios like that, uh, if you if you have specific intentions and wishes and you know legal responsibilities that you need to make sure are taken care of while you're you know in a situation where you can't take care of them for yourself then you need an estate plan okay there are other circumstances for example um i i had a recently a situation where you know an individual passed away and he had a um a, a practice a, a, a dental practice and he passed away and you know he didn't have children you know, but he didn't leave any instructions didn't have any will and now you know the you know his patients are all up in a <laughs> uh, up in arms because they no one can get their files right because there's no one been appointed his fiduciary yet so we're in the process of doing that so there are other consequences so you need, you kind of really need to evaluate all of that when you think about you know whether you really need an estate plan or not having a small bank account having a car you know that's that's all well and good but when you pass away that stuff needs to get taken care of somehow so you know that that also would be you know a reason do an estate plan and it doesn't have to be a really expensive estate plan that sometimes you can you could uh, you know you can go on our website and use our DIY documents if you really needed to um, but you should have something not having anything is not a plan at all well said Ted as always and thank you for that question Joseph for anyone Ted that is you know considering the estate plan and ready to sit down and actually begin that what do they need to know about beginning that process what documents or what information should they have when they first come in to meet you definitely want to know you know who you want to do things for you uh, while you're alive, if, if you're in a situation where you can't do them for yourself. Who do you want to take care of those things when you're gone? Many times it's the same person. And then who do you want everything to go to? How do you want things to go to people while you're alive, if at all? And how do you want things to go to people when you're gone? Um, and then if you have children, you want to, if they're minors, you want to have a plan in place, or at least think about a plan, putting a plan in place to provide for them if you're gone. So so those are the basic tenets that you really need to think about, you know, when you come in to do an estate plan. All right, very good. If you want to start that process, just begin by logging on to alatsislawfirm.com. You can schedule a meeting with Ted and the team through the website there. But if you want to call and do that directly, you can also do that at 718-233-2903. And please check out the website as well if you have any other questions or kind of curious about anything else in the estate planning world. There's a lot of great tools and resources for you there to help educate you even further. We do appreciate you listening to the podcast. Appreciate your questions. And Ted, we always appreciate you. Thank you, Ben. Talk to you soon. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.